What up, though? No, I'm just kidding. Y'all know you see me coming, <laughs> coming off the oh. show like that. <laughs> man, this man came out the show like he just, you know, what up, though? <laughs> hey, when you when you start, you know, getting in the gym. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking. I seen some uh, something that had helped me start off the show, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to start off the show like that. But uh, yeah, man, do what you do, bro. What's we going on, here. brother? We we here the city joints. Uh, you see, we've been starting off the show a little bit different, more mature, more adult like. No cussing, <laughs> Santiago. I don't be cussing, bro. I just be using um s- words to season my sentences. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But this is King Javon here. This is Javon. You know, y'all hear that voice tone. Yeah, see, there you go right now. About to just do the smooth jazz. Like, it's your boy, Santiago. Que paso, mi hermano? How you doing, bruh? I'm well, brother. I just, I, I, I feel like I just started for a second. I feel like I haven't recorded. And I'm like, man, like, I, my throat was parched. I had to drink some water. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My throat was parched. He went from what it up though to right. my throat was parched. You know, right. that, that's that adaptability, you know, you know, being able to change up. For real though. So man, I, I think that we had some good reviews, um, some good listeners who are faithful listeners who gave us some good comment feedback on the maturity of our last episode and even helping to understand it. Um, but I felt like it wasn't based off some of the things we understood. Maybe we need to go a little bit more in depth with how we felt about, you know, this community of red pill or purple pill or whatever you want to call it, folks that's listening, beta man, alpha man, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a solid thing to really like hone in on, you know, where society is. Cause if you don't understand the foundation of where different, you know, things are going or different things are at it's really hard to understand it completely if you don't have a foundation it's essentially like trying to build a house without building the foundation of it first i'm sure you probably could do it probably gonna be a lot of work and you might not work out the way it would be if you would do it by understanding the foundation and having a solid foundation built so i'm definitely with it as you know miss diaz e Muy acapados, saying my days are really busy. Muchos travels, a lot of work, bruh. So it's just, um, uh, I'm happy where things are going. I can honestly say, like, I haven't slept much, but I'm definitely happy where things are going. And, you know, some things are happening with you, and I'm definitely uh, eager to show, uh, you know, our listeners and stuff, kind of like dive into different things for, you know, self-improvement, because, you know, that's what we're about here. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, the year is already like upon us. We four months in, we're about to be five months and what, like almost two weeks. And mm-hmm. it's it just showing like how quickly time can go by when you actually like doing things that you should, as well as like how it can go by when you're not doing the things you should, like wasting time. I mean, for me, it's been a, like I was just talking to Santiago like, like 20, 30 minutes ago. We was on the phone like, man, bro, like it's, it's like you wake up and you, it's already time to go to sleep because you'd be so busy with stuff and trying to like focus on getting things done. I mean, 
people don't realize like work takes a lot of your time, but also working on your purpose after work and the things that you want to do for yourself and what you need to do instead of like watching TV or playing like Xbox, PlayStation. I mean, you know, some people do it and make money off that type of stuff, but you know, we're just talking about people that's wasting time and not doing right. it. Right, because everybody has their own niche that works for them. Some people, you know, can, you know, make some good bread, uh, make us a, a very good sustainable living with playing video games or, you know, whatever. But that was their purpose. They put in the energy, they put in the work um, to, to get known, to get exposed and um, get that exposure, I should say, out there to, you know, get to where they're at. So everybody has their own niche, you feel me? Yeah. So let's go into it, man. So we talked about diving deeper. Start us off, brother. <laughs> diving dive deeper, deeper, you feel? Let me stop. No, I don't know, sure, bro. No. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I'm saving myself for marriage. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, you done with that water, bro? Nope. That's why I kept drinking <laughs> when you said that, because I was like, this man then got ignorant. So I had to keep <laughs> I drinking. I ignorant too, but we're not even taking it. <laughs> so I was like, let me drink my water. What did I say? This how I'm on my business. <laughs> yeah, this is there. Exactly. All right. So, you know, diving, you know, into that. So, you know, I think one thing we didn't touch on or didn't, you know, go into detail with is a lot of people have this, you know, negative connotation with alpha males as a, essentially that they're misogynistic. Um, they're loud. And I don't mean loud as enforcers, as direct, like they just allow, carry themselves, but they're just loud, obnoxious. Um, they use different terms, you know, douchebags, all that stuff. And the reason why for, you know, a lot of men who feel like these people always get those same women that say they want X, Y, and Z from relationship is because these men are confident in who they are, but that doesn't make them alpha males. Mm, mm. And that's where I think society has it completely wrong. Is you being loud, you you turning up at the party, you ready to fight everybody because they stepped stepped on your shoe, uh, because they disrespected your creed or whatever, bro. If like you pushing thirty and you still concerned about your creed and you ain't even in the streets anymore like that, because some people that's their life all throughout. You need to check yourself. If you got kids and your kids are in the same predicament that you were growing up, you know, and you raised them in a hood and you were raised in the hood, you're just perpetuating the cycle. Hmm. So what an alpha male is, and, you know, this goes from, because I was wrong, right? Like, I thought that that's what it was too, but it's not, man. So reading different things from, you know, different, um, you know, authors, we have referenced this author a lot, you know, about you know the there's the way of the superior man um the the obstacle is the way by ryan holiday um also you know the alpha alpha male bible is really good it really dives into it because the characteristics of an alpha male is just somebody who's very confident in who they are and they're confident in they, who they are because they have great self-love for themselves it's not about oh um let me make sure that I'm, you know, being heard or I'm always the smartest in the room or I can't, I can't let somebody do this and do that. They know when to turn up and when it's just like, that's not worth it. I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah. And even when, as it pertains to relationships, uh, what it, what it is, is they're not agreeable men. 
and not that they start fights, but they don't, a lot of beta males, a lot of simps, if you would, or whatever you want to call it. Everybody has their own interchangeable word. I'm not here to correct anybody on the name, the name, the nomology. Mm-hmm. but they do not like confrontation. And then you have the flip side where all of them, where some of them are very confrontational. Mm, okay, okay. So the difference is that I know people are like, whoa, yo, well, what's the difference? Like, I got y'all, I got y'all. So the difference, when you don't like confrontation, let's say you and I go to a bar, right? And let's say something happens and actually I'll explain a story myself that just happened this weekend. But some happens and that some happens to where either my space or the sense of self or me being there wasn't present, like somebody ran over me or somebody did that. And I just let it happen and didn't say nothing because he was bigger and I was scared of something happening. But I put it off like, oh, I didn't want to start anything. No, that's something to say something like, hey, yo, I'm standing here. You don't got to be super confrontational. And that's what I'm going to get to the other side. So the other side of that is somebody actually steps on your toe and you're ready to pull out your, your piece to shoot them. Hmm. Both beta males, both not secure in their own masculinity, both don't have not practiced self-love. That's what it is because both those two different reactions, but wrong. You don't need to automatically go up because these are real consequences. A lot of us in our late 20s and 30s, this isn't teenage where you get slapped on the wrist, go spend a few days here or there, and then you pay a fine or whatever it is. You can get some real, real life consequences. And people who are very secure in themselves, especially men who are very secure in themselves, are not going to try to fight at every time. Not saying that they're against fighting, but that's not going to be their their, their first um, resolve the, the uh, situation to resolve it. So a situation that happened with me and it wasn't even nothing that crazy. It was just something I just explained though. Do we were, we were at a place with the, you know, with my bachata team and stuff. We went out, you know, it was like a little team night and everything like that. Just had a good time getting in, you know, knowing trying to learn, you know, so we're wrapping up the night and everything like that. We're heading out, but you know, I'm still sitting down on the table. Some dude walked past relatively fast, you know, things happen. You, you know, that type of scene and environment, people accidentally run, run into you or whatever. Dude stepped all on my foot. Like, I mean, like, all on my foot. It wasn't like just a, like, he stepped on all five of them toes. He didn't miss not one of them, right? So he kept walking. So I'm like, yo, I'm standing right here. What's your problem? He turns around. He was like, oh, my bad, man. I'm like, it's cool, but, like, you could have said something. You just walked right past me like I'm not sitting right here, standing right here. He's like, my bad, do, 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 do. And then we got the, you know, the chopping it up a little bit. You know, he apologized again. He's like, hey, bro, can I get you a drink or something? I was like, nah, man, it ain't that deep. Just, you know, <laughs> say excuse me or something. And that was it. That was it. We chopped it up actually for about half an hour after that. Um, really uh, solid dude. I actually, <laughs> oddly enough, got a business uh, uh, proposition came out of that because he's a realtor. So I'm photographer so we're gonna see if we couldn't connect with uh real estate hmm. that's all it took yeah it, it would just took to me being a firm now that wasn't an aggressive response it was an assertive response yo i'm standing right here 
Oh, my bad. Now, if he would have been like, do da 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 da, I would have found different ways to de escalate the situation. But at the same time, I'm going to assert myself like, hey, I'm, I'm right here. Um, now, switching back to um, even problems that I had growing up, because I always thought you had to be this quote unquote like nice individual and never start fights with people and always do this and do that and make sure you or this loving person all the time. No, life isn't like that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because life, because people are people. Everybody's personality is different. So you could be the nicest person in the world and still get killed. Agreed. Agreed. You could be the nicest world person in the world, get screwed over, get cheated on and stuff. That's not going to... You being nice, and I want to make this clear, you being nice, and this goes for men and women, you being a nice person does not you do you don't deserve anything for being nice. That's the basic principle of being a human being. So if you think you being the basic principle and doing the basic thing of you of a of a human being is to be nice, then there's deeper problems that need to be addressed. And this isn't to be funny, but therapy could help or you know, other self-development can help. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. This makes me think, man. Only because then I think of what you were just saying, like uh, about like being nice, because it does. Oftentimes, people feel like, what what is that term? Um, nice guys finish last, or uh, even women say that, like, oh, well, I, I as a good woman, as someone that's so great, you know, guys, good guys don't want to choose me; they want to choose the the girl that's doing like. Uh, I don't, uh, again, I'm trying to be appropriate, but doing inappropriate behaviors. I'm being appropriate because I'm, I'm on my, I'm again, I'm on the religious standpoint today. So no cussing for me today. No, you don't have to cuss, man, but, but I'm trying, keep I, was it trying to think, I was trying to think of a term. I didn't want to say a whore. Let's call it That's that not way. cussing. No, I was trying to think of some good terms to call it a whore. A so, so what are you trying to say? Maybe I can't. We so. so no, I'm not. That's exactly what it is that, that, People often feel like when they're a good person that they that they deserve all the good things to happen to them, and that's not always the case. And I and I had to learn that as well. Um, yes, I'm a good person, and good things do happen to good good people at times too. But that doesn't mean that you have to always be good and not feel that you can't stand up for yourself. In a sense, like when I think of certain things that happened to me when I was like younger. I think of situations where I would uh, have like associates or, or quote, back then I thought that was friends, but looking at it as an adult standpoint, you know, you can't always look at things like how we look at them now is not how we're going to look at them when we're younger. You got to remember that sometimes, like when you're in that moment, don't, don't look back and say you're such a horrible person because everything happens, as I say, for a reason, but everything happens at the right timing. So it was your time. So anyways, going back to what I was saying is when I was younger, I'd look at it as I, I used to let certain things happen. For example, I remember one time this, uh, I had a phone and I let this guy use the phone. I was like, hey man, I know your phone's broke. Uh, you can utilize, utilize, I have an extra phone right now because I was about to switch like services. So you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, pretty young, probably like a teenager, early teenage years and he, uh, couple days later, he was like, man, uh, I don't know what happened to the phone. I lost it, blah, blah, blah. So then I'm like, man, dude, like, 
I needed that phone to switch. So he was like, well, I, I don't know what to do. I really don't have the money, blah, blah, blah. Um, his, his brother comes and tells me like, yeah, man, he sold your phone, bro. And I, at first I'm like, man, do I check this situation? Nah, I'm, I'm just gonna let that, like, it's not, it's just money under the water, or other things that happen. That's just one example, but other things, and I would let these things slide. Uh, and and realizing it, like, as I, when I started to get older, it was, I was letting things slide because I wanted to be like nice about situations. I wanted to be like, hey, well, I can just let it brush off. That's a part of being humble. That's a part of being this, that's not. And I had to realize that as I got mm -hmm. older, that's not what humbleness means. You can be humble and address situations, kind of like what you were just saying. Like I was letting things slide and bad things happen to me because I want to be this nice person. And But I was also not completely affirmed with myself at that time. I was, I was struggling with the yeah. fact that um, other things going on, like that I've shared in other podcasts, like between like my mom having cancer and me not having all those bonds and being being confused and about who I was when I was younger to yeah, certain degrees. Yeah. I was letting stuff happen thinking like, oh, okay, well this would, ah, it was just whatever. But the problem was is that I had to realize when I got older, like I can love myself and still check somebody quick. <laughs> like, hey, this is not gonna happen. That's a part of self-respect and love. As wonderfully said, bro, because people think you being agreeable and being nice it, it is what's going to get you respect. Nobody's going to respect that person. They're going to walk all over and they're going to use them for what happened. And if you continue, we've all been there, especially as men. We've been there where we've been the nice person we've done until we learned just to be us. But if you are still doing that, just doing nice stuff for, first of all, if you're doing something nice to get something returned, you're worse than the person who's the quote unquote jerk because at least they're honest about their intentions. Mm -hmm. Like for me, when I was, uh, you know, on this, you know, path and figuring things out and stuff like that, and I've gotten to that point of just being honest about what I want or didn't want, I found that from even not just on relationship wise, but from business wise and everything, things were just easier. If I said I wanted this and what this is what I'm looking for, this is my expectation versus hiding my true motives and trying to be nice. Things was just easier and people respected me for it. They not may have not agree with it, but that didn't change my position on something. Mm -hmm. Which leads me to another thing that's a difference between a true alpha male or, or you know, somebody who's affirmed, self-loved all with himself in somebody who needs some work, who's a beta and all that is not just a confrontational part of it, but being able to uh project your expectations without being emotional about it. And if those expectations aren't met, knowing how to leave without being overly emotional about it. You can have emotions in something. People confuse with being emotional and um, not emotional with being emotionless. That's not the case. You can come from a logic and rational perspective by putting emotion in it. Where becoming emotional is where you start making a bunch of impulsive decisions, impulsive moves. Like my girl made me mad. I got to go cheat on her. My man made me mad. I'm going to go sleep with his best friend. My uh, my parents did this to me. I'm going to do that. That's a, such a child way of thinking. And we've all been there to different extents and different levels. But when you learn to get in tune with yourself, and this is why it's really important to understand who you are and what triggers you, 
you'll know when to leave. You know, we've have sit, we both have similar situations where we know we needed to leave. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I just, it's, it's crazy because it's resonating and it is somewhat baffling when you think of like the things that you allow yourself to like be put through um, because you don't want to feel that disappointment of those situations. So you will, you'll be like, okay, I, I don't want to be embarrassed. And we all been there in different regards. Like, so I'm going to do this. I, I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. people, if you say like, oh, I'm going to cuss this person out or I'm going to act e- erratic and do something to the extreme, like, oh, they, they said this or they posted this. So I'm going to say this back to them or I'm going to do that. Like people have been there, but it's really like you just said, like you, you have to be able to understand like what are your triggers? What, what bothers you enough for you to get to that point and prepare your mind mentally, your mind and reshape your mind. It's kind of, as I say, like a little bit of cognitive reprogramming that you have to do to understand like, what, what do I know bothers me? Is this, 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 and what are the expectations I'm gonna set before this happens for myself? For the individual and i know you can't prepare for everything bad but i look at it as not even just for relationships even with uh, like friendships or other things like that i started to realize like i've been disappointed enough and i've been broken enough in so many other aspects of my life uh that it's not much that i'm not prepared for anymore so like it's easier for me i guess what i'm learning like to be able to like deal with it and keep moving and be more resilient but not everybody has been through that stage. And I don't want anybody to go through like some of the stuff that I went through in my life from, you know, not having a father, not having, right. you know, your mom is there as much because of her, you know, illness and all the other things that I went through. So I don't want people to have to go to that, but you can still prepare yourself by, like you said, reading what we, we what we've said before, like reading, understanding who you are, being affirmed yes. in your own decisions. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through being broken. And some people be like, well, I don't want the perfect thing. I, I want to go through this pain. For what? <laughs> Why yeah. do you want to go through pain when you can prevent it? Yeah, it's, it's great. I'm going to go back to something you said a little earlier when you were saying, uh, and, I've, and I've experienced or I've done this as well, of brushing too much stuff off because you don't want to look like you're complaining and everything like that. Bump all that. There is a difference between complaining and then just checking somebody on their inappropriate behavior or behavior that you don't want, well, yeah, inappropriate behavior. And you got to know the difference. It's a fine line. If you nitpicking and getting mad about everything that maybe that is complaining, you need to check yourself on a, in an internal level. But don't let, especially uh, to my fellas, because uh, uh, I only can go off what I've done, so I've only dated women. Don't let any woman tell you you're complaining because you're checking them on something that they're doing that you don't like. Hmm. That's a manipulative tactic. And if they don't get it, drop them. I don't care if you're with them for three months, three years, or 30 years. If they, well, at that point, y'all might as well just die unhappy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> What if it's a friendship, though, Pat? What if it's... If it's one of those things, how do you address that then? Because it can be your boy or your, your girl. Exactly. How would you address it? And I'm going to get to that just a second, bro. So, oh, sorry, bro. No, nah, you good, bro. You good. That's what we're here for. You know, we bounce it off of each other and stuff going on. So I get you. Um, what I will say, too, 
when it comes to friendship is, you know, explain it a few different times. And if they not getting it, you're going to have to cut them off. Uh, it doesn't have to be a dramatic cutoff where it's, oh, I never can see you again or talk to you again. It's like, look, until you can, I've, I've already laid out the expectations. I've already laid out my boundaries. Until you can respect that, we can't communicate anymore. That mm. simple. Mm. And doesn't, no, I was agreeing. Yep. Doesn't need to be any deeper than that. You know, you guys can have a deeper conversation if you please, but that's the thing I want people to get to their mind. You, first of all, you're not owed anything. You're not owed in an apology. You're not owed this. You're not owed that. Because when you get to the notion that there's a debt, even an emotional debt, you're still bound by whatever happened to you. Because it's like a bill. What happens if you don't pay your bills? It hits your credit report. You get a derogatory note, so you can still see that. That's what it's like when you still hold on to something because you didn't get the apology that you wanted. Mm -hmm. You're holding that emotional debt because you feel like you're owed something. When you truly understand, even if you think you are owed something, but when you truly understand that actually it's not, because it's easier said than done a lot less things are going to affect you. You'll still go through your healing process. You'll still have your emotions. You might have, you know, some relapses emotionally and that's going to happen. But overall, you're going to feel a, a higher sense of relief. And on to, you know, what you even said earlier about, uh, you know, you know, just letting things going, go and going back to that real quick. Don't Don't do that. I'm going to say that again. I know I said that just a few minutes ago, but don't do that. Check people and set boundaries. They're going to either A, respect you for that, and they're going to keep those boundaries, or they B, they're going to leave, but they're still going to respect you for it. Whether they, whatever they say, not, but it's all in how you communicate that. Don't be yelling, cussing them out, saying, you know, call them out of their name when you're doing it. Be pretty, you know, be assertive, be vocal, don't be timid. And just say what you need to say. And this just goes for men and women. And if the people can't get with the program, it's your life. Somebody can't get with the program, cut them off. You don't have to go. There's this notion, and I don't know where and when in society started, because I'm only 29. But there's this notion that you got to go through this. You got to go through hell to be to be with the person you're with. Like, if you guys don't go through hell... The relationship is boring. It wasn't real. Y'all haven't had trials and tribulations. Um, if y'all don't go through this, this and that and that, you don't have to. That's not a requirement for a successful and healthy relationship. Like I have people joking and said, oh, my guy hit me upside of my head. Oh, my girl threw a waffle maker at me. Um, you know, stuff like that. Scratch his head, scratch his scratch head. Scratch his head. <laughs> that stuff doesn't have to happen. If it does, okay, you talk about it, you go, but it's not a requirement. And that's what I'm seeing a lot. Um, I've seen stuff on different social media outlets or just conversations with different people where they've broken up. And this goes to truth for men and women. I know women probably have, you, you hear it more from women, but it's true for men as well. They have broken up with the person they were with because it was quote unquote boring because nothing bad was happening. Hmm. 
how dysfunctional of a person are you that you think that that's appropriate? And this comes with, we always want to look at somebody else. We got to really look at ourselves. Why are you, if somebody is showing you how to be loved, why are you scared of that? And what I think the thing is, is when it comes to, you know, the douchebags or whatever you want to call them, or the girls who are, you know, all out there, you already know that there's a shelf life within a relationship. So it's like going into the store with expiration dates that you already know. So you already aware that the expiration is going to, you don't know exactly when, but you know, it's going to be there. And I think with a lot of people, and this has been true for me in the past too, is when you get with somebody who's treating you well, you first of all have to let that guard down, which is hard for people to do. And then A or B, you have to, um, you don't know what's going to happen. And people are definitely scared of the, uh, afraid of the unknown. That's why so many people are worried about their future, not realizing that the way that they live in their present is going to de determine their future. Mm -hmm. So I really do encourage, you know, people to, um, really do a lot of, you know, self-evaluation, you know, self-awareness, because another thing I ran into, and you can kind of speak on like some of the stuff I was saying to uh, Javon here is there's a lot of, lot of women out there that like projects. They don't want a man that's already put together unless he got money and they could just move in and they didn't have to put any work into it. And again, like I always say, if this ain't true for you, don't worry about it. But there's women out there who, who A, do that, or B, they want somebody, they want a project. Um, I, have, I have a couple of friends who, they, they got out of this mindset, and granted, we were five years younger. But they would stay in very toxic levels of relationships because they felt, and this was true for men and women, actually, just partially for men and women that I've seen. They, because they felt if the person changed that they does, then here it goes again, they deserve those changes. Hmm. No, you don't deserve anything. You're, you're not doing yourself justice by staying with somebody for the simple fact that you think that they're going to change or so you can have this notion, oh, this person was like this and then I turned around and then A, B, C, D, F, G, all the alphabets to make them into this. I think the problem um, that I've seen the most is that people feel like that the entitlement part and I'm not I, I'm not sure where did this entitlement has fully come mm -hmm. from and I don't know if it's some people from other countries always come here and be like Americans are entitled Americans are entitled and we hear that so often and at first I didn't I'd be like what do you mean and I'm thinking this way because I'm an American I guess but then when I step back and I look at it I'm like we do have some forms of entitlement even if we don't see it we, we're in this society where we think that we're entitled to another individual. I mean, that's why I'm gonna get inappropriate and I don't care, but that's why sometimes like when people be having relationships and they just relations, excuse me, not relationships, relations, they can be just somebody that they just sleeping with uh, sometimes. They'll be like, whose is it? stuff little even little terms like that often and it's like that person don't belong to you we we have to get out of this mindset that another individual belongs to you another individual you know if that's your wife okay that's different 
but this is somebody that you're sleeping with, but then you have this entitlement that you feel that you deserve certain things from that. I was in a situation um, with Santiago, I'm not gonna say any names, you know who I'm talking about, but I was in a situation with someone who felt that they should have sex with me. And I was like, I'm not having sex. They played the manipulation game that I was wrong, that I was a horrible human being for, for, yeah, for not. And he's downplaying <laughs> it a little bit, but when the manipulation was on a hundred with this situation. And it was like, what? <laughs> and he right, like, if y'all can see the messages, Santiago seen them or whatever, but if y'all can see the messages and hear the conversation between me and this individual, you'll be like, whoa. And you wouldn't expect that. It doesn't matter if it's like, I, I'm not saying that all women are like this. I'm exactly. saying that some. Yeah. But then just like, I'm not saying that all men are like this. But in my situation, this person I'm not even with felt entitled that I was wrong. The manipulation had to happen that I was a wrong individual from withholding like sex. I didn't know that my body, <laughs> I can't withhold my body and I can't sleep with who I want to sleep with or not who I want to sleep with. So that, you know, when I think of stuff like that, and I also think of when you get to a point in your life, when you start to look at like the people you're surrounding yourself with, sometimes it's the simple things as like, you want to be with this person that's not good for you. Like Santiago was saying, and feel like, okay, well, I have to go through all these problems to, to, to come out on top. And this is going to make our relationship so much better. You don't have to go through that. You, you can sometimes, and a lot of times, excuse me, meet people when you are at a better stage in your life. And that takes when you get to a point where you're, when you're healed, when you're, you know, man or woman, you're secure with yourself, you're affirmed, as they say, and you have done enough self-love, you spent enough time alone where you have abundance in yourself that you can meet somebody that also has abundance. They're supposed to be a compliment. They don't, I don't believe in this whole like 50-50. Like y'all supposed to, we gonna get to that in a second. Both supposed to be a hundred when y'all meet each other, so y'all can be able to fill each other's cups up even more, as they say. Yeah, well said, man. Uh, whew, let's see, let's, let's do a little unpacking. You know, we got a little trip here. Let's. So, so the first thing, man, it is it, what people have to realize when it when it comes to all that. It, when people believe that they have to go through all this stuff is because they have a warped view on love. It could have been because they didn't come from the best home life. They were raised on survival, not their fault. Could be the programs they tend to watch. I mean, like when you have stuff like love and hip hop and honestly, even that show 90 day fiance, uh, it's very popular show, uh, but a lot of them, I, I, I don't know. It, it just seems like a TV, uh, a thing for TV on some mm -hmm. of the episodes that I actually have watched. But when you realize that you want to, you want to realize like maybe you do not have the best version of love. Maybe you don't understand love. It's a complex emotion. It's an emotion that kind of sucks, but it's an emotion that's great too. Mm. make you feel like the best person in the world and the number one and it can make you feel like lower than dirt because it's just that crazy of an emotion you feel me so with that um one key thing i always encourage people and i don't have kids myself so i say this um with respect to parents and also with stuff that i've seen like my friends who are parents what they've done differently 
is they show them kids love in a different way. It's not always about, you know, somebody, some of them still use physical discipline. I get it. But a lot is asking questions like, hey, why are you, you know, upset? What happened? Did it not, not this notion of children should be seen and not heard, not this of stop crying before I give you something to cry about. Like, really, because then those kids think that they can't understand their emotion and stuff. And I can't, you know, project their emotion. And then we're wondering why they're teenagers and they, they angry and not talking to us. I mean, when they try to talk to you when they were six and seven because of this or that, you reacted so disturbingly. And kids aren't dumb. I mean, most of them not. <laughs> so they're going to take that and they're going to learn. And they're going to be like, I can't go to them for that because they're going to act like this. True. So we, you know, as a society, in order to make sure the next generation does not have some of the same experience and not deteriorate as much as, because I, I really think for the most part, our generation is solid. I just think social media just enhances our flaws more than the previous one. I think the previous one was still on the same stuff, if not worse, but there was no social media. There's no videos. There's no distractions to really showcase and amplify what they did. They was using, they was having orgies and cocaine parties. Come on, man. I mean, bro, for <laughs> real. And then going to church on Sunday, talking about God, thank thank you for this daily bread and all this stuff. <laughs> um. So that so 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 that's a huge thing, man. It's, it's self love is su- is such a, a lost thing, but it's something that needs to be done. And sometimes steering clear of social media. And again, going to what this is kind of wrapped into. That's what a lot of alphas are. They're, they're just somebody who, who are very confident in who they are. They have self-love. They don't need people to agree with them, but they're also not rude. These are some of the people that they can get in a room and when they want to talk and socialize and be the center, they can, but they can also back, they can back up and let somebody else have it. A person to look out for is the one who, not that, and here's the difference. I'm gonna so the person to look out for is the person that always has to be the center of attention. And I want to explain that a little bit. There's extroverts out there who don't try. They're just very, you know, people who people gravitate towards. Right. That's not the same thing as somebody trying to be in everybody's conversation. Somebody trying to try. You, we all know what a try hard is. We all know what somebody who's trying to get that approval from people. We all can sense it. We can feel it. Those are the people you need to look out for because they'll turn on you in a heartbeat in order to plead. I'll put it this way. If they value that person's opinion, who they are speaking to more than yourself, they will turn on you quick. In whatever capacity, people who are content with themselves, people who don't need that approval because they're approved there. They're like, I just need it for me. People like that, those people um, are the people you want to be around because they, they're not going to be um, changing their, their stance just because somebody didn't agree with them. Because like there's been co-workers that I've had that be like, oh, hi, you know, really bubbly and stuff. Those people I stay clear away from all the time. One, because it's seven o'clock in the morning. Becky, I ain't trying to talk to you right now. You leave me alone right now. But in all seriousness, it's because those people... Um, kind of uh, people like that have always rubbed me 
the wrong way, like internally. I've always had an off sense. They didn't do anything wrong to me, so maybe it's not a fair judgment to have of them. But one specifically, the one a girl I just mentioned, that's not a real name, I'm using a filler name, is she's like, oh, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm friends with, you know, everybody here. And instantly, and it was word vomit. It, I didn't mean to actually communicate this verbally. I was like, but okay, then I need to stay away from you. <laughs> and she was like, what? Why? I, I was like, because anybody who's friends with everybody is friends with no one. They play the field. Yeah. And as it pertains to this 50-50, man, I agree. Everything is not going to be 50-50, but I, I also don't agree that if it's if we keep using the excuse that it's 2021 because that's supposed to mean anything, I mean, like your age, um, it that doesn't breed maturity. So just because it's 2021 doesn't mean we we supposed to be at some 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 weird spot in time or whatever. Okay, the year's 2021. That's that's fantastic. And next year will be 2022 and the year before was 2020. Let's just focus on the present. It's like telling yourself, oh, because I'm 30, I should be here. No, you need to keep working to your goals, of course, because faith without works is dead. But we got to stop putting these unnecessary trends. It's 2021. We sh- This should be different and this should be different. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And so when it comes to this 50-50 notion um, or, or the lack of it, you know, I think it, it, it depends, you know, at some, it, it depends on what's going to happen, which is never always going to be 50-50. So I 100% agree with you. And to any married couples, listen, I'm going to go left field a little bit, but any married couples, you know, listen or engaged couples and stuff like that, you know, about to get married, make sure y'all keep that fire in your marriage so you know dates stuff like that you know like little stuff because that's where a lot of affairs happen when we get too complacent with things and y'all need to be having sex keeping 100 percent. like y'all need to be having sex this whole sexless marriage or this whole joking of like oh when you get married you got to stop having sex nah that's when you should be having the most sex And I'm just being a hundred. I don't understand this whole, I don't understand this notion of like, man, we married now, there ain't no sex. Bro, why am I going to get married to not have sex? I mean, that's not the only reason, but that's part of marriage, bro. I'm just keeping a hundred with her. Can I do that? I'm just keeping a hundred. Like when I get married, bro, at least once a week, bro, like, I'm trying to, you know, but, you know, it, that's the conversation I have to ask, you know, with, you know, my you know, fiance, wife, and they're like, look, 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 look. I ain't saying that you owe this to me or whatever, but this is just an expectation that I have. I'm sure they'll be fine with it as well. <laughs> yeah, because and because people joke about that, but having a a healthy sex life, and why I say healthy is not one person wants it and the other person doesn't. That's a problem. That, that that's a women don't. Um, have sex with your man simply because just to shut him up. Don't do that. Because what that does from a psychological standpoint, what I've learned from like reading and stuff like that, and obviously feel free to comment and let me know if I'm way off basis or how it feel or affected you. It, it, it makes you feel inferior 
So without him realizing, because some guys are naive and don't understand, they're like, oh, da, 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 she, she didn't want it, and then, and then she said she was fine, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not talking about people who sexually saw people. I'm talking about when you just do it so he'll shut up. Don't do that within your marriage because that's going to crawl, that's going to cause an emotional divide because you're going to be feeling inferior uh, for, you know, for whatever reason. And he's going to have a different sense of self too. Like, well, you gave it to me last time. You didn't want it. So what's happening now? And it just, it, it can, it can really deteriorate their marriage. So if there's a situation or stuff where you just don't want to, and it's not just because, you know, you have a headache or something simple like that, or you're tired, but it's just because there's something that's actually wrong with you from an emotional, mental standpoint or whatever, it may be something wrong with the marriage, communicate that. The relationship, communicate that. And, and I encourage guys too, if you got ED because you're stressed out and stuff like that, so your joker not doing what it's supposed to do, bro, it happens to everybody. If any man that say he ain't never had ED is lying. He 100% lying. And I don't want no dude in that in my corner. It's happened to every single man at one point in another. And it doesn't mean just giving y'all some game real quick. Women, stop making everything about you. That's the problem now. Men living less than women, it's not something to be joked about. It's because a lot of people don't care about men. They, they only care if they have a lot of money. They only care if they have a lot of status. They don't, a lot of people, and I mean men included, do not care about men. So it's not that deep if, if you guy just can't, you know, get it going. Talk to him. Like, don't judge them for it. Don't be bashing to them to your homegirls and them because that stuff happened to their man too. They just didn't tell you. And if they did, then y'all need to check yourselves with all that gossip. But talk to them because it could be stress. It could be health related. It could be like we, Javon and I keep saying, and this goes into the alpha male mentality mindset as a whole. It could be um, the too much fapping, too much pornography. And, and that's another thing, being secure yourself enough to just go out there and get what you want is what an alpha male does. Whereas business-wise, job-wise, you know, determination and not having this victim mindset. I'm going to get to that in a second. I'm going to let you touch on, on what I said too, Javon. No, I mean, the only thing I'm going to add to that was like, it's all about uh, interpersonal communication. It's, it's, it's about communication. I mean, everything we've been talking about throughout this whole episode so far is like, communicate like if you're in a relationship with someone communicate how you feel communicate when you in a good place communicate when you're in a bad place i mean and that goes to men too because i know oftentimes as men we feel like and this is a part of society can be to blame too but we have to change that that we don't supposed to share how we feel about something society yeah. has like you know don't don't be crying like, wipe your tears whatever you know like it I don't necessarily like, I don't got done to really cry about it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, at the same, I feel you. at the same time, like if I, if I felt like I needed to like voice my opinion about something I would, but at the same, the other breadth of it all is that people have to realize like, even in relationships, even in friendships, 
even if it's not your friend, if it's somebody that like off the street, like Santiago said about like his situation, he was like, hey man, I felt uncomfortable with you stepping on my shoes. Like you have to be able to communicate. You don't got to do everything in an aggressive tone right? And, and, and be all emotional about it, but just communicate how you feel. Um, and sometimes I know it's easier to, to not, but that's when things have happened in bad situations. I can speak from personal experience and myself, like bad things have happened to me when I did necessarily communicate how I feel because I allowed something to happen that shouldn't have happened because I didn't stop it. Yeah. And I'm um, going to, you know, just ways to be alpha and ways to be secure and self-love. Like we've been, you know, talk about it does come with the communication. The other thing, you know, I was just talking about the topic of, you know, sex within relationship, my brother's, it is not alpha to pout like a little kid who didn't get their way because you didn't get any. No, 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 no. You know how many times, man, where like I've had conversations with some of my close boys. Um, they, we, I'm glad we got out of this type of mindset and stuff like that. But you know, I'll be like, "Oh man, that sucks. You did this, this, and that, and she didn't give you any, bruh." Again, this goes with the notion of like doing things to get some back, but at the same time, you got to know when you're being used as well. True. Because I know for a fact, a fact that some women just have guys that take them out to eat free food. I know that I know for a fact. That's fair. (laughs) So you just, and again, this comes with being self-aware and understanding who you are, knowing who you are as a person and not being so focused on women because when you too focus on women or other or, or money or status, you're not going to get as much as you could if you would just do what you need to do to self-improve. True. Because the crazy thing is, and what it took me almost, well, let's call 18 or 16, but so let's say from 16 to now, so almost 14 years, 15 years to learn. It's just by just doing what you want to do in life, what you like, what you think it's fun. You're going to have the right people gravitate. You're going to feel more confident, continue to self-improve. Doing that is going to bring the status. As long as you put in the work in, it's going to be the money, money and the money going to bring the chicas. So you're going to be, you, you'll be, you'll be solid. But back to it, brothers, it ain't that serious. If she ain't, if she ain't about it, no is the, no is the answer. And don't be pouting about it. Yeah, y'all got no reason to do all that. It ain't, it, it ain't, that's not player, that's not alpha, that, that's not masculine, that's that's very emotional. Because then you you have like a scarcity mindset. Okay, so this person didn't give you none, but can you not, if, if, if this was a one night stand type of thing, can you not just go pick up somebody else the next weekend? It's not that deep. Let's not make it that serious. Just keep it moving. And I mean that for anything, not just that. For instance, a job, let's say you apply for a job and you can get the job you want, you pounding and being woe as me and nothing ever works out for me. And it's not that deep. Just keep it moving. You know, take your little blows, dust it off. It could have been a job that could have been something that would really propelled you financially. And you had it, you had it in the bag because that actually just happened to me. You had it. And then it just was swept from under you. I had two choices. I could be all 
pissy and upset and mad at God and say that this happened because of this. Or I could just keep it moving and realize that maybe that wasn't for me or maybe the timing was off for that or maybe something else is coming along. I just got to keep moving forward. I agree. I think that oftentimes we don't realize that everything everything happens like it's supposed to at times, especially like with jobs, stuff like that. Even the, the things that we, as we we would say, like if, if you hurt somebody and you, you realize you hurt somebody, yes, you hurt them, you did what you did, you know, but you got to still forgive yourself. I mean, you can try to, it's not up to them, not up to you to make this person forgive you. Let's say it that way. If it's mm-hmm. an individual friendship relationship, but look at it as like everything you go through or everything you do, you have to take some type of learning experience from it and keep moving. Like, what could I do? I don't want to say like better next time. If it's like you hurt somebody, what could I do better next time? If it's a job, like like you just said, understanding like, like not every job is for you. Mm-hmm. Not every opportunity that comes up. I mean, there's people that I've seen, like I was listening, um, I can't even remember uh, what I was listening. I was listening to an interview. I can't even remember the company, but long story short, it was a woman who uh, does vegan fried chicken. Shark tanks, they are they they kept putting her down on shark tanks, I guess, in season eleven, saying that like uh anybody watch shark tanks, they uh, investment they invest in like, did you their, say vegan fried chicken, bro? Yeah, vegan fried chicken, bro. That's that's literally what it is. So anyway, Okay, I'll let you finish and uh yeah, go ahead. Whatever that's what her idea is. So, anyways, the long story okay. short, her her thing is like vegan fried chicken. Yes, I know that sounds weird, but that's what it is. That is a disgrace and abomination. <laughs> but she, a Shark Tanks, I'm, you see how I know her in Santiago. But anyways, a Shark Tanks, they uh, told her, was like, we don't really believe your financial situation the way you're telling us. We don't believe this. You know what? What we're going to do is, because we, 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 we think it's a great idea and it's the best tasting vegan food we've ever had. That's what they told her. Um, We'll give, we'll buy your company out for a hundred percent a million dollars right now. So she like, she was faced with this decision. Like, what do I do? So they put her down, all this type of stuff. Uh, that was like, I think like last year, 2020, 2019. Now she has the biggest, uh, she supplies the most fried chicken. She's starting something with KFC and all these other places. I'm going to have to go try that. Her company is going to supply it. She even was able to buy a warehouse and all this type of stuff. She's a uh, black woman who did this, um, and they no one had any faith in her. But not every opportunity she could have took it when people were putting you down. And that's the whole gist of the story. She could have took like, okay, I'm gonna take a million dollars. That's gonna be great money for her in some senses. But she knew that she was bigger than that. And you gotta have a self belief at times that not everything is mm-hmm. for you, and believing it oneself to know that like. I'm going to be bigger regardless of what they say. Yeah, let me break break that situation down a little bit um, um, for this is good. Um, that, that's a great story. Let me break that story down even from a business and financial side. And I know uh, Javon has been in these type of meetings as well. So, you know, for my people who are, you know, becoming entrepreneurs and everything like that, first of all, salute you. Awesome. Do Do your thing. Let me tell you what happened with that situation. What they did was they they tore her down mentally or they attempted to. The reason why is, and this is why you need to have mental fortitude like this lady had for herself. 
and you need to have the belief system and not be swayed by other people's opinions for yourself. Some of the most miserable people on earth are people who care too much about what other people think. Again, an alpha trade is somebody who does not. So what they did was they went through this process and it seemed like they probably did it throughout her whole pitch, which for those of you who don't know, even though they only show about 10 to 15 minutes, the pitches can be from an hour and a half to two hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they probably tore her down. Let's call it for a good hour mentally. And then came with a proposal to buy it. Because what they did was from a business side, they saw her vision, but pretended to not see it and downplay it in order to get it from other. And this is such a great story to actually for this episode, because this is something that a lot of us have been guilty of or may have been guilty of or, you know, could run into in the future is somebody could sing your vision or seeing what you're doing and downplay it so that they can sweep it from under you in whatever facet or downplay it so that you don't achieve your vision. Her, in her perspective, they downplayed it and then offered a million dollars. How would that make sense if you really didn't think that this, you didn't believe the financial records, why are you gonna offer me a million right now? And that probably was in her head. Cause that, as soon as you said that, I'm thinking if they really didn't believe her financial situation, why are you gonna offer me a million dollars? If you really didn't believe in this product, why are you giving me a million? 100% ownership so they can take your ideas. Yeah. Tell her they'll give her 10% royalty. <laughs> yeah. Why Why even set that deal up? As, bruh, it's just crazy because a lot of things in life are interconnected. And that's one of the things. So I encourage y'all to whatever it may be, eat from whatever perspective, do not you know, be, be susceptible to criticism. That's, I'm not saying go there and be like, I know it all. No, no, you can't tell me nothing because you're downplaying my, no, no. Some of y'all, like for instance, some of y'all can't rap and need to just stop. Some of y'all can't write. Some of y'all can't sing. Some of y'all, some of us going to do a lot of stuff because it's just not our gift. We're operating outside of our gifts. You know, find out what your niche is, find out what your gift and, and go for it. You know, have friends who are going to be honest with you. You know, just because you start off sucking at something doesn't necessarily mean you're not good at it, but have friends who are going to be honest with you. If it's been, you know, 10 years and there is no growth, because it could be slow, progressive growth, um, but there's none at all, you might need to look at, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I'm not here to tell you yes or no. That's something where you got to be self-aware. If you believe you in yourself and you're like, nah, I know it's been 10 years, but in 10 more years, I'm going to be glad I didn't quit. Or if you get to that mark and you're like, you know, it's been five years and, you know, this may not be for me. Let me change it up. It's okay. There's people that start over at 40. There's people that's that worked for 20 years before they hit their first meal. And then they just skyrocketed and became billionaires. Jeff Bezos is one of them. I think it took him 20 years. He operated at a loss for almost four years because he undercut everybody. But in order to undercut, he had to operate at a loss. I think it was year five when he was finally profitable. So 
you know, we just encourage all, you know, businessmen or businesswomen, you know, family, go business, going to business with family, all that, encourage y'all to really be supportive, really understand your dream, really, you know, have that mental fortitude to where when situations that come up like this, because that whole fast money thing, that, you know, the situation like this where everything that look good isn't for you. Sometimes it's God trying to keep you for something or sometimes it's just you need to learn to keep yourself from everything. Everything that looks good or positive isn't for you. You know, wolf and sheep clothing type of deal, if you feel me. So be careful. Don't jump at every opportunity. Don't jump at every opportunity. Don't jump at everything to sell your business. Don't jump at every investor. You got to be able to work with these people. You got to be able to, you know, navigate the, the the business side with these people. And, you know, to my people who are, if you're on OnlyFans, if you got premium Snapchat, if, you, if you're a drug dealer, that, that's only going to get you so far. So make sure you're using that money to invest so that you can have that generational wealth. I ain't here to judge anybody for within reason how you you know make your bread but utilize it for something definitely definitely i hope y'all was able to gain some knowledge get a little bit of where santiago and our minds are as well as like you know we not here to judge anybody we just sharing our stories trying to bring a little bit of light to somebody else because you know i've learned that somebody can benefit from everybody's story. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, some people relate better with Santiago, even our listeners. Like, we know that some people relate better with Santiago, some people relate better with me, some yeah. people relate both better to both of, you, both of us, as well as some people relate very well to, to Craig. We're, yep. But we're all here to kind of just share some light and give you all a little bit of knowledge of where we've come from and where we're going now and how we want to go about things too. How you might be able to, if that's what you want to do. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, what I say, you know, what we've been talking about is just get get very in tune with yourself, do some reading, you know, if playing a video game or whatever is how you making your bread. Okay, cool. Or how that's want to, you know, dedicate it to it, have tunnel vision and go for it. You know, do not try to do things to where your your people pleasing because everybody can see through it. Don't try to people please be confident in yourself. And to my people in relationships, whatever relationship status you may be, you know, communication is key. You know, a healthy sex life is key because it's key for several different reasons. And more importantly, a community, uh, effective communication and comprehension of what's being communicated is key as well. You all don't need to go through these trials and tribulations and all this stuff to get to the promised land. It ain't that deep. Not at all. Not at all. This has been the City Gents. Um, you know, reach out to us again. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Reach out to us on IG. Reach out to us on an email. Um, we're going to create a Twitter as well. So reach us out there, out there. I'm your boy, Santiago. Hasta pronto. And mi hermano, what you got? All right. Yeah, whatever, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you. It's been me. It's been enjoyable. Uh, this is King Javon. Check us out, like he was saying, like on our YouTube, the City Gents podcast, as well as our, our email. If you ever have anything that you want to email or even if it's just like a random thing, like saying hi or whatever, we always appreciate all the little messages we get. 
the email is uh, city, the city gents podcast at gmail.com as well as like check us out on instagram we do check the dms on there as well as like you can tag us and stuff we see, we see that type of stuff we get tagged and things all the time uh it's the city gents eight four seven yep we out we out Thank you.